Stay tuned until the end of this episode of Speedrun to find out how you can win a Nintendo Switch copy of Immortals Phoenix Rising, thanks in part to Ubisoft Canada. Hello and welcome back to Speedrun, the fast talking video game podcast, or rather, CODcast, coming no. straight to you from a Bass Pro Shop near you. No. Please sponsor us. No. I'm a fish. Yes. <laughs> and I'm Jazzy. Welcome back to Speedrun. I'm Jamie. Welcome to the show. Layla's joining us again. We're talking about writing. We're talking about we're talking writing. About fish. We're, we're talking, talking about, about fish. Okay. Yes. Can we talk about no. writing about fish or Sure. I mean when when I I mean look I'm not I don't know if y'all know this about writing, but there's a lot of words that you can write. And one of those words happens to be the word fish. Oh, there you go. Alright, episode over. What a beautiful good I love oh, it. Oh, I, I love yes, it. Yes, beautiful. yes. But that's yes. a wrap. Top of the charts, baby. Alright. So let's but let's talk writing. I mean we we've done writing. I have a degree in writing. But Layla's actually published books. Y'all remember books? Y'all remember places? There are places. <laughs> Y'all remember going outside? <laughs> Tell us about books, an activity you can do inside. I mean, you know, they're kind of amphibious. You can do them outside, too. I wouldn't recommend doing it underwater, but uh, books yeah. cannot got... swim. <laughs> books yeah, they're not very good. Swim. They float. They do float, but... Uh, I got a series uh, out that I'm currently working on the fourth book. The first three are published and available. Um, and it was actually based around uh, the plot for a video game that I was trying to make uh, way back. And it ended up just working out better as a book. It's a lot better as a book, actually. Not that it wouldn't have worked as a game, but there's a lot of things that you can do in one medium versus the other. Mm-hmm. And so the first book was Symphony of Shifting Tides. I've read it. I loved it. What tell us tell us the writing process. So that one uh that one is especially out of all of them, the one that has the most connective tissue to the old uh video game idea that I had. Um wherein you can actually kind of tell where each of the dungeons were, where they're on the world map, um, things like that. Um, but, you know, my writing process on that, uh, I kind of work backwards because I'm a musician. And I was making the music for the game. And I made the music before I made the story because I was challenging myself to create a project wherein uh, I could show this in my portfolio and be like, look, here's all the different types of levels and stuff I can make music for. Uh, please hire me, you know, and uh, so I ended up writing this this little story, and then I went, ah, oh, yeah, I really, I want to actually make a game, and I tried to pursue that, and while I was doing that, I started kind of refining the story, because it was very disconnected back then, because, um, you know, I was dealing with all these disparate elements, all, you know, oh, they're going to go to a snowy mountain over here, but, oh, we have, like, an enchanted forest over here. And I had it kind of linked up, but I, I really had to go back in there and refine it. And that's kind of how the series went in general, is the first draft will be told by the music, and then the subsequent drafts will sew everything up together. And it's not necessarily a way I'd recommend to write, 
but it does definitely produce some really interesting results, and they're definitely like the most apparent in the first book. Mm-hmm. Well, would it be fair to say that that process has kind of gotten more refined as time's gone on? Yeah. Um, after I got the publishing deal uh, for the for the first book through Gold Publications, um, I kind of really sat down and took a hard look at you know the rest of the series. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna tackle this uh now that i i i'm locked into it being a book series now like i i know it's that and there's a lot of like refining and stuff like that um boiling down a lot of the elements and then building them back up in new ways was actually kind of fun and um i'm not doing the music first anymore the music comes after the writing and i think that has definitely improved uh, continuity and things like that. Not that the continuity is particularly broken uh, in the first book. It's just I had to sew everything together, and now that's not really an issue. Um, so it's, you know, and I've learned tricks along the way, and I've kind of gotten to know the characters a lot better, as, as readers have, too. Uh, so, you know, it's changed a pretty good amount, I have to say. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. Uh, so I guess before we go on, do you want to give just a brief overview of some of the main characters just for the listeners at home who may, uh, particularly those who perhaps haven't had a chance to read it yet? Yeah. Um, I suppose that the, the main thing with it is that I'm the demographic that I'm going after with the series is folks like us, um, especially uh, folks in their late 20s and their 30s who have depression. Uh, which is most of the cast here. Um, the main character is a trans girl named Verse, and she's just basically trying to make a living um, as a pirate, but she's not really having much luck with that. And she ends up, her and her best friend end up getting wrapped up in this um, just awful fiasco, and they're basically, you know, having to kill to survive by the end of it, and it really takes a toll on them. Uh, Gosh, like, you want to make over all five of the main characters, or just verse? Um, we can do all five, if, you, if you'd like. Because, like, the cast gets way bigger when you get into the second book and beyond, so I'm like, well, we I might mean, be here a while. I'm like, let's uh, let's just keep it to, like, the, the very original, very core cast, then. Okay, I'd say the very core cast uh, would probably be verse, uh, Zan, definitely, um... The other three are core, but they kind of have their own thing going on that doesn't directly interface with what Verse has going on. Uh, there's her sister, Lyricos, who only shows up in her dreams. She's pretty sure she doesn't actually have a sister, and she's pretty sure she made her up. But the dreams start getting really creepy and really weird uh, once she gets caught up in all this business. And she starts wondering if her brain's turning on her. Because she's already you know, grappling with depression and just having enough trouble getting out of the bed or getting out of bed in the morning that her sleep was her one refuge and she's starting to lose that and her sister's starting to get strange. Um, so those are those are probably the two coreest of the characters all along throughout the series. Um, but, you know, versus best friend Zan, who's a lot smarter than he pretends to be, um is he ends up going through a whole lot of stuff too so i guess i guess i'd put him in the core as well um mm -hmm. karen ends up being core as well she's a giant not like a 
giants on Atlantia, they're only about like, you know, six foot eight, six foot nine. And uh, she's had to deal with a lot of people thinking that she's a guy or being afraid of her because she's gigantic. Um, and it's definitely hardened her up. And her and Verse butt heads a lot because Verse is a sarcastic jackass. and She's, you know, very serious. Um, it's mm-hmm. just a, a bunch of folks who are all neurodivergent just trying to struggle through, like, a regular RPG plot. And I, I think that uh, that was really what I wanted to go with with this group. Is, uh make them all look like your cliche RPG party where you've got... You know, you've got your your knight character and your ninja character and your mage character and all that, but I wanted them all to feel like real people, like a lot of the people that that I know that we know, you know, people people in our sphere, who right, because you know RPG characters are like, oh no, my parents died. Well, time to go on to this second village and solve <laughs> whatever problem they have, and uh, you know, so instead we have like verse who's depressed all the time because well her parents are dead at least she thinks they are i won't say if they are or not but they may not be point being she thinks they are and uh it continually messes her up um a lot of the characters have a lot of trouble grappling with the events that happen that would be normal in an rpg video game and that was kind of the the point i want to make when i made the game originally is that like people aren't that bouncy you know they ain't going to be made of elastic. They ain't going to bounce right back. And I, I really, I really did appreciate that reading that, especially because, you know, it is really funny. You know, like if you play any old school final fantasy, it's like, hi, my one character trait is that my, my, my dad's dead. Well, time to go attack and dethrone God. Yep. I mean, not saying that, that my book series won't end with attacking and dethroning God, but at least we'll have some bumps along the way, you know? Yeah. Somebody dad dies, it it messes him up for life. And I, I really now what I was really curious about reading, and this might be me just you know being like, oh, is is that a reference? Is I noticed that along with a lot of you know references setting wise that really reminded me of those SNES and early PS one era RPGs. Mm-hmm. Was there any D and D influences as well? Would you believe that I have never played D and D? No kidding. Yeah, I want to, but I can never find anybody to run a campaign. Either that or they'll go, yeah, you can play it. I'm like, cool, I want to be like a, a cute fox girl. And they're like, oh, no, that race isn't canon. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Oh. I can't you stand can... that. It's I just like, oh, you can play D&D with us, but only if you, you know, exist you just... purely within the Forbidden Realms. Er, 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 I'll be a furry like... and you'll like it. I'm like, okay, you're not going to let me play a furry, then I'll be an orc chick, and I'll be, like, ten feet tall, and I'll probably <laughs> kill everyone else in the party just because they annoy me. The thing but is I'd, that... I'd rather be a cute fox. I mean, come on, you know, that's my thing. Foxes. Well, and I fish. Ne- I never got to the either, because for me, and maybe... I know a lot of people who are way into it are going to be like, oh, you're you're doing it wrong, which, okay, we're, we're just playing make-believe with dice. Tell me how I'm yeah. doing it wrong. Yeah. Out but of spite I, for a really, really crappy DM I had one time, I got my character rip-roaring drunk in a tavern during the first session because you always have to meet in a tavern and uh, of course, of course. a fireball later, there was a team kill. And then uh, I didn't go back to that annoying group. It was really funny. 
<laughs> oh god i'm the worst kind of player <laughs> oh yeah that's not what i'd be because i'm a writer you know i'm sitting yeah. there going oh i'm yeah. like make this character have this nuance and everybody's like why does she up crying every morning i'm like oh <laughs> don't you wish you knew <laughs> like, well, that just seems unnecessary to the story that like you know sometimes she's real quiet and then, then like misses what people say to her <laughs> oh and like the thing as well is like i mean going off the D D tangent first off in my opinion half the fun of a tabletop rpg is homebrewing it true mm-hmm. but second off like yeah like you know, because the thing is that even if the inspiration is RPG basis, the beautiful thing is that it is a book and that you don't have those confines of yeah, making yet another PS1 RPG character. Well, like I mean, the, Inverse is very PS1 RPG character. She, she is, but like... like She's like, whoa, am I like a real person and some of that? Am I like... Am I not a real person? Do I have a sister? Why am I sad all the time? You know, that's that's pretty much her mode. But she's not like, you know, a run-of-the-mill anime protagonist who it's like, all right, so, so my, my character trait is I have spiky hair, and uh, I'm going to die like three or four times, but it's okay. Why'd you have we'll to see call you it next... Naruto like that? <laughs> I was well, actually thinking Dragon Ball. Box related. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this thing is fox adjacent. <laughs> fox adjacent. Yeah. Fox yeah. adjacent. <laughs> that that that's uh that's Fox's new anime block. Love it <laughs> on the Fox box. Yeah, the what's Fox the, box. What's the timer at? Uh, we have two minutes left. Fantastic. Oh Let's I had talk so about... much more to say. <laughs> Let's talk about the beautiful four kids section on the Fox box. Actually, let's not. Oh, no! gotcha. I mean, Didn't see I that d- one coming. My expectations are subverted. I know. You know? I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, I just we had built to up go the fast. whole audience and I tore it down. No, that that's a future episode we can do. I mean, we can we can talk about freaking Sonic X for an episode. Mega Man NT Warrior always. All right, Mega Man NT Warrior was great. Yeah, it was. Layla, did you ever watch Mega Man NT Warrior? I actually haven't. You know, I think my books would probably be a lot better if I had. That's <laughs> <laughs> the tie-in. That's how we bring I mean, it back. That's how yeah. we brought it back. Because I was like, well, we got like one minute left, so now now it. we can just BS. All right, let let's end it on a high note. Let's we do talked it. about we talked about music composition advice briefly with them last time what's your advice for aspiring writers this is going to sound incredibly stupid mm-hmm. but just write. i have run into so many writers who are like it has to be perfect i have to know where exactly everything is i i have to make sure that this is exactly how it should be in its readable format no get that crap out of here do not sit there meticulously plotting over it just write It'll suck and you'll hate it, but keep going and keep going until you get stuck. Then go back to the start. It's just like Brother Fire Dragon Quarter. You <laughs> die, go back to the start, you replay the whole thing, and it gets better. There's more story the second time through. And get as far as you can the second time. You'll hit a wall, you stop, you go back, you'll go, gee, the rest of this sucks, you'll rewrite it. It's not going to come out fully formed. 
You know what I mean? It's going to come out gross. There's going to be placentia everywhere. It, oh, it's my just God. Gonna be nasty. <laughs> I was wondering if that's where you're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. It did not spring fully formed from the womb of your brain, you know, and it ain't gonna. So the best that you can do is just write, because otherwise you're going to be 50, 60 years old, and you're still going to be talking about writing. And I have lectured my friends on this to no end. And a lot of them don't listen. So if you're listening to this and you want to write, stop making excuses not to write. You don't need a wiki for every part of your lore if your book ain't done. Because nobody's going to read the wiki except you and you're just putting it off. Stop putting it off. Open Word right now. I'm watching you. Open Word. Open it. Okay, you don't have Word. Okay. Open Office. WordPad. Open WordPad. Just start typing. I don't care what it is. It's going to suck. You'll hate it. But keep going and keep going and then keep going and maybe sleep somewhere in there. Remember to eat kids. Food is don't eat kids. <laughs> Drink water. Drink water. Drink water. Eat comma kids. Don't eat kids. That's <laughs> don't, don't do that. Please Drink don't do water that. and save your work. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm the safe fox. Remember to save. Do that every time I'm on someone's stream. I want, I want art of Jazzy as Clippy, more than oh my anything. God. <laughs> oh no, that's that's awful, and I love it. I love it. Well, I, I, I want a Clippy plush. I want a Clippy plush. I want to round out the episode. Jamie, take it away. So, Layla, where can folks find you on the internet? They can find me at uh, twitter.com slash lrwuffle. It should be lrwuffle at lrwuffle. Uh, the lr is for Layla Rachel, my first and middle names. Uh, heck. SoundCloud, uh, Layla Wilson, and then in brackets, Wuffle. It ain't terribly hard to find me. If, if you type in Wuffle, you're either going to get dog waffles, dog puns, or me. Um <laughs> I, I've seen, like, a lot of accounts named Wuffle on other sites. I'm only on Twitter and SoundCloud. That's it. So if you see any others, that's probably not me. They're not the real deal. Yeah, fake fake Wuffles. Fake, they're, they're fake gamers. That's right. Fake oh, Wuffle God. girls. <laughs> and, of course, Speedrun is made possible in part by Podbean. If you'd like to start a podcast of your own, then uh, absolutely go for it. And if you want some great paid hosting, want to get on the airwaves, talk about whatever you want, whether it be video games, writing, or uh, COD, then do it. And you can help out Speedrun in the process by going to podbean.com speedrun or using the code speedrun at checkout. In addition, Jazzy here edits every single one of these episodes, and she does a phenomenal job, and she can edit your stuff too, if you'd like. Jazzy, would you like to plug what you do? clevelandmixology.com is where you can get some very fairly priced and affordable podcast editing i do it on a per uh, episode basis and after you get that podbean subscription wink 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 we can get you on the airwaves and sounding crispy also if this episode sounds weird it's because we're recording with obs so don't even worry about that but hit me up i'll be your girl i'll get you on the waves you can't yeah. see it, but I'm doing like the little wave dolphin motion with like my hand. I was totally doing that too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and of course, 
Speedrun is part of Stuff We Play, and if you would like to support the podcast and get episodes a week early, then don't uh, forget to check out patreon.com slash stuffweplay. Every dollar counts and helps us do bigger and better episodes and stuff like we're currently hoping to do, like, uh, uh, well, Jazzy, I know you're planning to mod a GameCube soon. I'm planning on modding a GameCube and N64. I'm planning on doing some soldering guides. I'm going to do a big fucking Pokemon. Oh, I used the one F-bomb of the episode. Oh, God. I forgot we got... Oh, Oh, yeah, because we're PG-13. Yeah, we get one. Dang it. There it was. You need, a, you need like, a sound effect or a buzzer for that. <laughs> we use, like, we use can, the sonic ring. You can run with that. Yeah, yeah, do that. Oh, the we sonic ring, you mean? Like, yeah, yeah. The, the Podbean comments are going to rage at us. How dare you use the F word while wow, my voice cracked. Listen, y'all, we got to close this out. I've got shrimp and wine waiting for me downstairs. He's got F bombs waiting for her. <laughs> 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 All right. So on that note... Uh, if you have episode ideas, email me or Jazzy at jamie at stuffweplay.com or jazzy or stuffweplay.com. And of course, I have been Jamie. I have been Jazzy. Joining us has been Layla. It's me. Hi. Bye. Bye. And on that note, thank you very much for listening. Stay classy and I'll see you next time. Also, Baba Booey. Stop it. That's <laughs> the thing. Night. Hello and welcome to this week's N-Slate. Last week we were giving away one of two copies of Immortals Phoenix Rising on Nintendo Switch well, that we were given by Ubisoft Canada. This week we're giving the second one away, but first off I'd like to give the answer that won last week's copy. Sent in by George, this is his response to the question, what is a game that you love that others seem to hate? George says, The biggest game that immediately comes to mind that I love that others hate has to be Sega's Sonic Spinball on the Sega Genesis. I love the game dearly because it pretty much is just a pinball adventure with Sonic Flair. People hate it because it's quote unquote too hard, but it isn't really. You just need to learn the boards and practice because the boards are so well done and encourages you to find multiple ways to get the Chaos Emeralds. It's such a shame that Sega did not come back to this format for another Sonic pinball game, because I found that when given a fair chance, it's a lot of fun. And the funny thing is I was actually playing Sonic Spinball the other day, and you know we got several really good answers to this question, uh, but this one kind of struck a chord, because you know what? That's a game I really didn't like the first time I played it, but it's really grown on me. So you know what, George? Enjoy Immortals! And for those who would like to enter next week's, or rather this week's giveaway for a Nintendo Switch copy of Immortals Phoenix Rising, uh, the question you need to answer, and this is one that Jazzy came up with, what's your favorite online gaming memory? Interpret as you please. So you have until next Thursday to email me at jamie at stuffweplay.com, and the answer we like best will, of course, be uh, read out on the show, and you will be emailed the code. So of that... Have fun, I look forward to reading your answers, and I'll see you next time.